Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Thursday, October 13th. It is hard to believe that we are almost finished with reading through the entire Bible in one year. It has been an incredible journey, has it not? We begin a brand new schedule of reading through the entire Bible in one year, starting Sunday, October 16th. For your convenience, we have posted the reading schedule for 2022-23 on the DailyAudioTorah.com website. Just go to the home page, scroll down, and you will see the calendar of readings as a free PDF to download. Thank you for journeying with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the biblical calendar, the Sabbath, the feasts, and the Torah reading cycle. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there, but there is nothing like listening to the crystal clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit, as it is written in Romans 10:17. So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. When we listen to the spoken Word of God, it is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 The Word of God is alive, it is powerful, and it renews our mind and builds up our spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Sukkot. Ezekiel 38, 19-23 For I have decreed in my indignation and in my blazing wrath, on that day, A terrible earthquake shall befall the land of Israel. The fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the beasts of the field, all creeping things that move on the ground, and every human being on earth shall quake before me. Mountains shall be overthrown, cliffs shall topple, and every wall shall crumble to the ground. I will then summon the sword against him throughout my mountains, declares Hashem, and every man's sword shall be turned against his brother. I will punish him with pestilence and with bloodshed, and I will pour torrential rain, hailstones, 
and sulfurous fire upon him and his hordes and the many peoples with him. Thus will I manifest my greatness and my holiness and make myself known in the sight of many nations, and they shall know that I am Hashem. Jeremiah 22, 1-23, 20 Thus said Hashem, Go down to the palace of the king of Judah, where you shall utter this word. Say, Hear the word of Hashem, O king of Yehudah, you who sit on the throne of David, and your courtiers and your subjects who enter these gates. Thus said Hashem, Do what is just and right. Rescue from the defrauder him who is robbed. Do not wrong the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow. Commit no lawless act, and do not shed the blood of the innocent in this place. For if you fulfill this command, then through the gates of this palace shall enter kings of David's line who sit upon his throne, riding horse-drawn chariots with their courtiers and their subjects. But if you do not heed these commands, I swear by myself, declares Hashem, that this palace shall become a ruin. For thus said Hashem concerning the royal palace of Yehudah, You are as Gilead to me, as the summit of Lebanon, but I will make you a desert, uninhabited towns. I will appoint destroyers against you, each with his tools. They shall cut down your choicest cedars and make them fall into the fire. And when many nations pass by this city and one man asks another, Why did Hashem do thus to that great city? The reply will be, Because they forsook the covenant with Hashem their God and bowed down to other gods and served them. Do not weep for the dead and do not lament for him. Weep rather for him who is leaving, for he shall never come back to see the land of his birth. For thus said Hashem concerning Shalom, son of King Josiah of Yehudah, who succeeded his father Josiah as king, but who has gone forth from this place. He shall never come back. He shall die in the place to which he was exiled, and he shall not see this land again. Ha! He who builds his house with unfairness and his upper chambers with injustice, who makes his fellow man work without pay and does not give him his wages, who thinks, I will build me a vast palace with spacious upper chambers, provided with windows, paneled in cedar, painted with vermilion, Do you think you are more a king because you compete in cedar? Your father ate and drank and dispensed justice and equity. Then all went well with him. He upheld the rights of the poor and needy. Then all was well. That is truly heeding me, declares Hashem. But your eyes and your mind are only on ill-gotten gains, on shedding the blood of the innocent, on committing fraud and violence. Assuredly, thus said Hashem concerning Jehoiakim, son of Yoshiahu, king of Yehudah. They shall not mourn for him. Ah, brother, ah, sister, they shall not mourn for him. Ah, Lord, ah, his majesty. He shall have the burial of a donkey dragged out and left lying outside the gates of Jerusalem. Climb Lebanon and cry out, raise your voice in Bashan, cry out from Abiram, for all your lovers are crushed. I spoke to you when you were prosperous. You said, I will not listen. 
That was your way ever since your youth. You would not heed me. All your shepherds shall be devoured by the wind, and your lovers shall go into captivity. Then you shall be shamed and humiliated because of all your depravity. You who dwell in Lebanon, nestled among the cedars, how much grace will you have when pains come upon you? Travail as in childbirth. As I live, declares Hashem, if you, O King Coniah, son of Jehoiakim of Yehuda, were a signet on my right hand, I would tear you off even from there. I will deliver you into the hands of those who seek your life, into the hands of those you dread, into the hands of King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, and into the hands of the Chaldeans. I will hurl you and the mother who bore you into another land where you were not born. There you shall both die. They shall not return to the land that they yearn to come back to. Is this man Coniah a wretched broken pot, a vessel no one wants? Why are he and his offspring hurled out, and cast away in a land they knew not? O land, 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 hear the word of Hashem. Thus said Hashem, record this man as without succession, one who shall never be found acceptable. For no man of his offspring shall be accepted to sit on the throne of David and to rule again in Yehuda. Ah, shepherds who let the flock of my pasture stray and scatter, declares Hashem. Assuredly, thus said Hashem, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds, who should tend my people. It is you who let my flock scatter and go astray. You gave no thought to them, but I am going to give thought to you for your wicked acts, declares Hashem. And I myself will gather the remnant of my flock from all the lands to which I have banished them, and I will bring them back to their pasture, where they where they shall be fertile and increase. And I will appoint over them shepherds who will tend to them. They shall no longer fear or be dismayed, and none of them shall be missing, declares Hashem. See, a time is coming, declares Hashem, when I will raise up a true branch of David's line. He shall reign as king and shall prosper, and he shall do what is just and right in the land. In his days Yehuda shall be delivered, and Israel shall dwell secure. And this is the name by which he shall be called. Hashem is our vindicator. Assuredly, a time is coming, declares Hashem, when it shall no more be said as Hashem lives who brought the Israelites out of the land of Egypt, but rather as Hashem lives who brought out and led the offspring of the house of Israel from the northland and from all the lands to which I have banished them, and they shall dwell upon their own soil. Concerning the Nevi'im, my heart is crushed within me. All my bones are trembling. I have become like a drunken man, like one overcome by wine, because of Hashem and His Holy Word. For the land is full of adulterers, the land mourns because of a curse. The pastures of the wilderness are dried up, for they run to do evil, they strain to do wrong. For both Navi and Kohen are godless. Even in my house I find their wickedness, declares Hashem. Assuredly, their path shall become like slippery ground. They shall be thrust into darkness, and there they shall fall. For I will bring disaster upon them. The year of their doom 
declares Hashem. In the Nevi'im of Shomron I saw a repulsive thing. They prophesied by Baal and led my people Israel astray. But what I see in the Nevi'im of Jerusalem is something horrifying, adultery and false dealing. They encourage evildoers so that no one turns back from his wickedness. To me, they are all like Sodom and all its inhabitants like Gomorrah. Assuredly, thus said the Lord of hosts concerning the Nevi'im, I am going to make them eat wormwood and drink a bitter draught. For from the Nevi'im of Jerusalem, godlessness has gone forth to the whole land. Thus said the Lord of hosts, Do not listen to the words of the Nevi'im who prophesy to you. They are deluding you. The prophecies they speak are from their own minds, not from the mouth of Hashem. They declare to men who despise me, Hashem has said, All shall be well with you. And to all who follow their willful hearts they say, No evil shall befall you. But he who has stood in the counsel of Hashem and seen and heard his word, he who has listened to his word must obey. Lo, the storm of Hashem goes forth in fury, a whirling storm. It shall whirl down upon the heads of the wicked. The anger of Hashem shall not turn back till it has fulfilled and completed His purposes. In the days to come, you shall clearly perceive it. Second Thessalonians 1, 1-12 Paul and Silvanus and Timothy, unto the church of the Thessalonians, and God our Father and the Lord Yeshua. Grace unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Yeshua. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith grows exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you all toward each other abounds, so that we ourselves glory in you in the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God, that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you also suffer. Seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. And to you who are troubled, rest with us, when Yeshua shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Yeshua, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord, from the glory of his power, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. Therefore also we pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power, that the name of our Lord Yeshua may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach. Psalm 83, 1-18 Keep not silent, O God, hold not your peace, and be not still, O God, For lo, your enemies make a tumult, and they that hate you have lifted up the head. 
They have taken crafty counsel against your people and consulted against your hidden ones. They have said, Come, and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. For they have consulted together with one consent. They are confederate against you. The tabernacles of Edom and the Ishmaelites of Moab and the Hagarenes, Gibal and Ammon and Amalek, the Philistines with the inhabitants of Tyre. Assyria also is joined with them. They have helped the children of Lot, Selah. Do unto them as unto the Midianites, as to Sisera, as to Jabin at the brook of Kisson, which perished at Endor. They became as dung for the earth. Make their nobles like Oreb and like Zeb, yes, all their princes as Zeba and as Zalmunna, who said, Let us take to ourselves the houses of God in possession. O my God, make them like a wheel, as the stubble before the wind. As the fire burns a wood, and as the flame sets the mountains on fire, so persecute them with your tempest, and make them afraid with your storm. Fill their faces with shame, that they may seek your name, O Lord. Let them be confounded and troubled forever. Yes, let them be put to shame and perish, that men may know that you, whose name alone is Yahovah, are the Most High over all the earth. Proverbs 25, 11-14 A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. As an earring of gold and an ornament of fine gold, so is a wise reprover upon an obedient ear. As the cold of snow in the time of harvest, so is a faithful messenger to them that sends him, for he refreshes the soul of his masters. Whoso boasts himself of a false gift is like clouds and wind without rain. I'd like to speak to you today from our reading from Ezekiel chapter 38, and then we're going to jump into Jeremiah chapter 22. And in Ezekiel 38, verses 19 to 23, we see God himself intervening in this Gog-Magog war. And he does two primary things. First, there is a terrible, terrible earthquake that shall befall the land of Israel. And in verse 20, the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the beasts of the field, all creeping things that move on the ground, and every human being on earth shall quake before me. Mountains shall be overthrown, cliffs shall topple, and every wall shall crumble to the ground. So there's a tremendous shaking. Now there are two other passages I want us to look at that cross-reference to this, that describe, I believe, the same event from a different viewpoint. First, let's read in Haggai chapter 2, verses 5 to 7. According to the word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remains among you. Do not fear. For thus says the Lord of hosts, Yahweh Saveot, once more, it is a little while, I will shake heaven and earth the sea, and dry land. And I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desire of all nations, and I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. 
So here Haggai is describing an earthquake where it's not like any other earthquake that has ever happened because it's a shaking of the heavens and the earth. Not just the earth, but the heavens and the earth. And this, I believe, same earthquake is described in Hebrews chapter 12, starting in verse 25. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth. But now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heaven. Now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken, as of things that are made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. So, the first shaking, he could be referring back to Mount Sinai when the Torah was first given to Moses. And there was smoke, and there was great shaking, and the people were trembling, and they were afraid. And they said, Moses, you go talk to him. We're afraid of this God. And so there was a shaking then at the giving of the Torah. But what this is talking about is that there is a future shaking coming where both the heavens and the earth will be shaken. And it could very well happen in the context of this Gog-Magog war. Now, the second thing that happens when God intervenes into the war is he throws down pestilence, bloodshed, torrential rain, hailstones, and sulfurous fire upon him, upon who? Gog and Magog, and his hordes and the many peoples with him. So think Sodom and Gomorrah. Fire and brimstone came down and utterly, utterly destroyed those two cities. And in fact, if you travel to Israel today, in that region, in that vicinity, you can find sulfur balls that you can actually light them up with a match and they are filled with sulfur. It's still there, the remnant, the remains of Sodom and Gomorrah. You can find evidence that they were once there. So God is saying he's going to do this again. He's going to pour down pour torrential rain, hailstones, and sulfurous fire upon Gog and his hordes and supernaturally take out Israel's enemy for this coalition of the north that's coming down, sweeping down to, to take spoil. Now I want us to turn to Jeremiah chapter 22. And there are two key verses here that I want us to look at that are um, another evidence of the greater exodus to come. So let's see, it's Jeremiah chapter 22, verses 7 and 8. And I'm going to read it again in the King, New King James Version. Chapter 22, verses 7 and 8. Actually, it's chapter 23. Chapter 23, verses 7 and 8. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, 
that they shall no longer say, As the Lord lives, who brought up the children of Israel from the land of Egypt. So I'm going to pause there. In other words, what he's saying here is they're no longer going to talk about that first exodus when they came out of Egypt. And let's define our words. When they brought the children of Israel out from the land of Egypt, the children of Israel, this is Joseph and his 11 brothers and their descendants. So it's all 12 tribes. It's not just the tribe of Judah or the Jews. It's not just the Jews who came out of Egypt. It's all 12 tribes. It's the whole house of Israel. It's the uh, it's the family of Jacob. And they came out of Egypt and they were a mixed multitude. So there were some strangers and aliens and foreigners in their midst who left with them. There were some Egyptians who left, left with them and said, we want to follow this God of Israel. They were a mixed multitude. So it was not just the Jews that left Egypt. It was not just the Jews that received the Torah. It was all 12 tribes, the children of Israel. Now, continuing on, chapter 23, verse 8. But as the Lord lives, who brought up and led the descendants of the house of Israel from the north country and from all the countries where I had driven them, and they shall dwell in their own land. Now, once again, defining our words. The house of Israel is the northern kingdom, the ten tribes of the north, the non-Jewish part of the nation of Israel. And so God is promising here, he's going to take the descendants of the house of Israel, that would be you and me, my friend, from all the countries where we have been driven and we will dwell in our own land. The covenant promise that God made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm going to give you this land. It's for you and it's for your descendants. That covenant applies to you and me, my friend. One day, God is going to ingather all of his scattered children from all the nations where they've been scattered. And Yeshua will lead them on a journey home cloud by day and pillar of fire by night. Will we be translated there? Will we fly there? Will we walk there? Will the oceans part? Time will tell. But we will get to the promised land. And that is where Yeshua is going to rule and reign for a thousand years. So these two verses, Jeremiah 23 verses 7 and 8, is another greater exodus passage in the Bible. All right, have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom. Adonai Adonai
The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers Chapter 6, 24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.